curator and art show in St. Pete. Did I say that right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm always like wondering like when I say it in my head like am I actually saying this correctly? Yeah it's popular but yeah uh, I I think I've only heard one person say it wrong it's like poopaloom and I was like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they got that one. I mean the first like it's pop is like the first yeah like word if you think about it so like I always that was the first one that Afraid, like way to say it that popped into my head. Yeah, yeah, no, you said it right. Yeah, sweet. I guess, how did you come up with that name? So I saw it in an article, and then when I kind of um, uh, put it, uh, I mean, that uh, broke it down, uh -huh. um, populum comes from populus, uh, okay. which is population. And I was like, this is perfect because uh, what I'm doing different. Um, in the curating scene is that I want to bring different um, like pretty much concentrated on emerging artists mm -hmm. and giving them the opportunity to display their art to the community I guess it seems like obviously like a pretty obvious question but I guess for the people who always wonder is like why focus on emerging artists instead of like let's say like opening it up to everyone including artists who are already um in a sense have emerged they have a, a following i obviously understand the answer to that but i'm sure there's a lot of people listening who probably wonder that well it's, it is open to all levels but when i did start um popular like in the beginning of 2021 I was specifically like trying to find people that I've never displayed before. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's almost like, you know, like people that I've never displayed looking. It was almost the other way around. I wanted to give them that opportunity. Okay. I wanted to provide that platform. Yes, there, you know, people as established as Derek Donnelly has displayed, and you know, other uh, even Chad Mai's uh, displayed uh, at one of my shows, but. Um, I do want to make, um, it, 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 it makes me feel more, um, you're really giving them like a stepping stone because there's even artists that I haven't like heard of or I didn't know about and I like that you showcase and I was like, oh wow. I was like, they're, they're really good. Like, why haven't I seen them yet? Yeah. And, and, and that's, my goal is to find like fresh, not fresh. Oh, I don't want to say fresh meat, but like you know, like just some fresh, like some fresh talent, and uh, and these people, you know, when I talk to them, they say, oh, you know, I try to apply, or I'm very like nervous, and like I don't want to be rejected, and I I want to have that welcoming feel. Like mm -hmm. you're not gonna be rejected here. Yeah, I may provide one night, but that one night can like guarantees so many other things yeah. you know i've i've spoken to people that have um that received uh, apprentice jobs for tattooing oh. um i received people that told me that um they can't they reached out on instagram to do a workshop on their art it's just 
it's so much more than just selling art. It really is. It's I've heard so many stories. Like I I get like letters in the mail, thank you, saying that like because of you I got a commission because of you. It's just it's very heartwarming to know like it's not just selling art. It's way more. It's it's a opportunity to like actually advance your art uh, talent to the career that you want. Yeah. Well, you're you're really are in a sense starting a lot of like the careers of these artists. Like for example, like the first like the first two that popped into my head, my head is like A Rose Gallery. Um, you know, she had uh, her solo show, uh, and I have I've been following her for a while, but and I love everything she does. Like I just I love her stuff so much, but I've never seen her in that context. I've just seen her like the stickers she makes or stuff like that. Like I've never been able to see like a solo show from her and so that was really like that's really great to see because she's a perfect example of someone that like I just I haven't seen her work like yeah. on a wall I haven't been I just haven't been given that chance or like Meat Yard um they're another uh artist where I was when I first saw the work I was like holy crap I was like your stuff is cool as shit where have you been like where have you been yeah I so when when Populum started, and, and plus when Populum technically started this year, like the name, but before that I was running it under, you know, Stephanie Amadello. And yeah, I would wake up like early in the morning to look at my algorithm, look at St. Pete artists, or even dig even deeper into like going to markets. I was um, I almost look, I look like like prey versus predator kind of thing. I was looking. <laughs> you were hunting for them. Yes, and you know, A Rose really caught my eye. Um, I think I have like every sticker she's ever created, yeah. and I just have them like hidden away for like the perfect way to like display them. Nice. Yeah, I really love how motivated she is. I love. Uh, the inspirational and um, the first art show that she were she displayed was like a Valentine's Day theme one, and um, she brought like more than one painting. I think it was like five, and she sold all of them. Oh wow! It was her first art show, and I and I loved I loved how everyone always engages with her art, and I'm just thinking like you know. It'll be nice, like, once things get more established, like, I'll definitely reach out to her for a solo show, you know? And, and artists like Amy, like, like amazing yeah. artists, you know? And as soon as, as soon as we started promoting her solo show, like, Amy told me that multiple she's sources... She's done so much now since that. Like, she just bang, 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 bang. And I think she's a shine bright spot this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm really happy for her, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's all like I think um, Populum is the greatest example of like it really just takes one chance. Yes. It really just takes one, sometimes just one place to be able to display at. Yeah, Chris, prime example. I literally saw Chris's stuff at Lucid Vending. I was like, I need to have. Yes. I need to have Chris. And I reached out, and it's been over a year, and Chris has done so much since that. Yeah. And and Chris told me that that was their first time displaying their mm -hmm. show ever, and and they just moved to the you know to to the scene. Yeah. And um, 
and, and now it's a, you know another well-known name in the in the scene there's so many amazing talented artists here and st pete is like hungry for art like it you almost need to have a plethora of artists to choose from because people are their people are hungry for art like they're hungry for it in any capacity they can take like you know i tell artists all the time i was like dude it's like stickers shirts like that stuff might seem silly to you i go but people want it i go like if you put your stuff on a shirt i'm more than likely going to spend money on it yeah. if you have a sticker probably gonna buy all your stickers you know it's because it, a lot of it is too is not sometimes prints and sometimes the original artwork itself can be expensive it's not 100 percent accessible to everybody but on the same level once it hangs in your house it's just in your house i like the idea of being able to tote it around with me that's just me personally yeah i just want to be able to tote it around with me yeah because water bottles people will be like oh uh what's what's this what's that what's this and it's like yeah here take a look yeah you know so people do even have their own water bottles as like a form of art gallery yeah kind of thing i want artists to start getting into patches more because I have a jean jacket that I want to deck out with patches, but I want it to be like local artists and local things, and um, they just don't do it a lot. And I'm like, I'm trying to be a walking billboard for you guys. Like, just take my money, create these patches. I think it's slowly coming back with, uh, I, wasn't it the, the robot show? Someone had like some sort of, oh, I think I'm referring to Farron when she, she had a jacket. Oh, and people were signing it yeah. and all that stuff. She does have a jean jacket and it is covered in patches. Um, I don't know if it's like all local artists or not. I think for her, it's a lot of like just happy memories, which I love too. Go girl. Yeah. She cracks me up. She has, she will run around for shine too. And she'll have like all of like the shine artist sign. It's, it's very cute. It's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. She's adorable. She is. So backpedaling just a little bit. Yes. Um, how did you get started? Like, how did your career as an art curator um, unfold for you? Okay. So it started in 2018. Um, I don't know if you know about this gallery named Liberty. It was right across the street from Ford's um, garage. Okay. Kind of like across the street from Station House. Okay. Um, so I, I remember going there like almost once a week asking for a job, asking to display, like I was very persistent and I remember like the owner kind of like jokingly said like if you come one more time you might get it all. Oh! <laughs> and then I was just like, oh okay, and then I came. <laughs> and then next thing you know, that was my first time displaying my art um, as a solo artist. Okay. Um, freshly out of college at USF and then I was a gallery assistant. And um, and then, um, so the gallery was there for five years before I guess they were going to just not renew. Mm -hmm. So it was a very short time yeah. being there. I think I only worked there for four months until they kind of told me like, hey, we're not renewing, but like we wanted to give you these opportunities. Like you can save my contact for like recommendations mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Like you're, you're great. So, so those you know, duration of time that I, I gallery assisted, 
got my solo show and all this stuff, I was just thinking to myself, like, is this the end? And I got really sad because I, I felt like I just started. Like, yeah. I was just getting my momentum and, and everything. And then I realized, like, you know, I can look for another venue. And I, I tried. Um, I curated at the Bricks. Um, it was like a wall photography show. And then during the pandemic, I was uh, Coastal's uh, photographer during the pandemic. And um, Zach, who's the owner of Coastal, said like, hey, don't you have like a lot of art connects? Like, we're doing the grand opening here. Invite your art friends to display. Like, we can make an art show slash grand opening. Okay. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I didn't think much of it. You know, I didn't think it was going to be like where it is now. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. So I did an open call, I let everyone display, like, and it was great. And then, um, and then Zach came up to me, he's like, do you want to make this, like, a thing? And I was like, okay, um, like, once a month, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, we'll work out the percentages on, like, gallery, uh, things, and we'll do an entry cut so that way it benefits the venue of like having it open for that night and, and cover the cost because you know advertising mm -hmm. entertainment and everything so it's like if you're open to like dedicating um this this could be a really good thing for for um for the venue and for your image and i was just like yeah let's do it so it's it's been about to be about yeah getting close to two years is that like, because you went to school for art, correct? Yeah. Okay, and um, was this, like, was art always something you were going to do? Was this always, like, end game, Or were there, like, is if you couldn't curate art anymore, like, what would you want to do? Well, I, I went to school for photography. Okay. Um, so I have, I have displayed, you know, as a solo artist for with my photographs, I... I've been published, um, you know, multiple times. I've even displayed, uh, I even had the beautiful opportunity to display internationally, which I displayed wow. in Paris. Um, so yeah, I, 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 um, I guess like in a sense, like photography, you can fall back on that and it's, it's still be artistic. Yeah. And it, and it can go in different routes. It can mm -hmm. go as, um, I do photography for Pacific Counter for their like, okay. uh, for their menus and stuff like that. Or it could be as artistic as, you know, displaying my art at Paris. It, yeah. it really can range. Yes, it, it can range. Very we are going to go back to Paris, though. <laughs> We're going to hear that story. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's a very versatile uh, um, job. But curating, um, game, um, curating is, I don't want to say it's more fulfilling. I feel like both of them are very fulfilling. But it's just um, when I was at USF and even backtracking USF I just felt like this constant rejection like even when I was at USF they said well you know I don't like I don't think your art is up to par like back oh. so and like they even said that they, they want to um give me a recommendation letter what yeah um and, and, and like these are the th reasons why artists have such a hard time like applying to like a show to anything is because it's like we're already seated this like rejection that we're just not up to par and i want to break that okay seed. and that's the reason why i you know 
I prioritize like mm -hmm. you know emerging artists, artists that never display because it's like who are we to like shut you know yeah. close someone's door? Um, and I yeah, I've, and I've always been like you know I I'm I'm no one to close someone's door. Yeah, and that's uh, I, I and and I I, I just want to have my door open, and I don't want to say like. I don't want this message to sound like judgmental on any other on, on any other person that does however they curate. I just want my door to be open. That's the way that you want to curate and I think that's the beautiful thing about all of the curators that we have in St. Pete is that they really all do it a very different way but that does allow for in a sense an artist to kind of find their niche and where yeah. they're going to be they're going to be best uh suited for because you know I, I feel like artists too like you know like curators have their own art styles and artists have their own art styles and i feel like there is that really beautiful partnership between artist and curator where you're just not going to have like i i, I do feel like you know certain artists are going to be like okay well this curation doesn't suit me the best you know and that's that's just the name of the game. Yeah. It just, I just, it's kind of the way that the cookie crumbles. Exactly. So, you know, I don't want to, like, put this message out in a way of, like, with a tone. It's just like, if my doors are open, I'm here. I want to give you guys opportunities. There is things that we're trying to work with Coastal as far as, like, doing workshops. So that way artists can get paid while they teach other oh. artists. It's just things that I want to, like provide op more, you know, opportunities you know yeah and um um and, and that's a key component on populum is providing opportunities and also when people think of an art gallery they, they think of like overpriced art pieces you know mm -hmm. and, and i'm not saying overpriced it's just like prices that are just w above like the budget that people can yeah. spend or afford is i want populum to be a gallery that you can find an art piece at whatever range you know yeah. there's there's pieces for 20 bucks and then there's pieces for 1500 yeah um, i love hummingbird he's just like set price or best offer like that's that's how he does things and i'm just like i love that exactly like, so it's just um it's just I, I, I want it to be accessible where anyone could be an art, art collector mm -hmm. and, and anyone could be, you know, can, can showcase here. So it, it's, it's, um, it's open for both sides. Yeah. I like to kind of describe like your shows as like an experience because it's not just you're going in and you're viewing art. Like it's, you kind of always do have something extra stuff going on you know you have the the fire aerialists that's usually there um you know you have your vendors so you can go there and you can you can look at you know those types of things uh you know i a rose had uh, her little uh kind of photography backdrop yeah, thing yeah. you know i i think at one point I think in one of your shows, it looked like they were all body painted and they mm -hmm. were, there's just always something extra going on that I, I don't think a lot of art shows always have, um, that kind of make it into like a little party. Yeah. I, a lot of people have told me that it's like a little, uh, like an art party and, uh, and like art should be celebrated. And I, I want that 
I, I want to put that emphasis of like a celebration of like look at all the all this amazing art, look at the, how thriving the art community is here. Because I know it's hard for all of us to stay in St. Pete, you know, with with the rise, the prices rising, you know, things are getting shifted as far as the murals, you know, like there's some cool murals I got covered up, yeah. you know, and and like it makes it, you um, know, it discourages, you know, and I change is scary. Like I don't think I know anyone that's like, oh, I love change, and yeah. I'm like, mm, you're not human. <laughs> Like, I just think change is so scary, especially when it comes to, like, a hometown. Exactly. So, in in, in the art scene, is the first one to either, you know, be, like, on limbo. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it, I don't, I don't want artists to feel like, oh, we can't afford to be here anymore. Yeah. Um, I want to give them those opportunities. I want them to, you know have a place to showcase because it's even hard to showcase even online like the algorithm sucks oh now gosh. you know um like i literally i funny enough like when you you send me you know your art shows and things like that that crazy enough helps because it keeps you in my for it keeps you in my for like I, I get lost like you know um i sometimes forget i'm following people because they get lost in sponsors or ads or just like if I interact with somebody twice then that's all I'll ever see and that's great I love you but like you're not all like as a business I need to be able to see everybody and I um, unfortunately like it's been really hard like yeah I barely see anything that I follow anymore no yeah it's so you know relied on Instagram to promote your your art it's kind of like I don't want to say it's a dead end but it's it's getting very difficult you have to spend hours just on your profile alone to be able to get it pushed out there and an artist doesn't want to spend that time like they want to be creating exactly and also like the money um I spent like at least a hundred dollars on Instagram promotion mm -hmm. where does it all go because yeah, you're <laughs> where like, does it all go? Because I, I, I know that the majority of the people came because it's, it's because because I ask, is because they see it from I love the bird, or is because they follow me already? Yeah, no one has said, oh, I saw it on an Instagram ad. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you know, it's like that's what makes me so mad about these like Instagram influencers or even like celebrities and myself. Like, it just makes me so mad because. They have like an they have a they have a team they have a whole freaking army to kind of help them do this but they make it look like they do it and then I'm just like over here spending like the when the art battle alone like the week leading up to that I spent twelve hours a day on all three of those platforms like cross-referencing things promoting things making sure we were following everybody like you know it's it's hard out here guys it's so hard give us a cookie or something like it's hard it, yeah i i i feel you and that's why that event is so executed because it's sweat loving tears yeah put into it and yeah. i i 
I know that feeling all too well. Yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you, you do. And, and you, it's just you and Cody. I mean, Aura, I know he's very silent on Instagram, not on purpose, just like, you know, he's social That's media. Just, yeah. Is not his thing, but he's, you know, he's the one making sure I'm fed while I'm trying to, you know, coordinate installation, making sure um, there's an extra person, which is him, uh, on anyone that, you know, didn't install. And uh, didn't um, deinstall their art after the show. I just, I really want like some artists make this happen. I just want like a picture of like you running around with like art in your hand and him running after you with a sandwich. <laughs> that's like, exactly. That's, that is, I want that. My birthday's October twelfth. I know it's really soon, but you know, like, let's make this happen, guys. That's exactly um, um, the majority of the time. Like, I sometimes don't eat. I sometimes don't drink. Uh, like a, a cup of coffee or anything. It's just powering through from nine a.m. to twelve p.m. And after that, you have a bunch of reels that you have to like make up. Uh, uh, as recap or all of the tags that you have to go through like yeah, yeah and sharing all of it and I get so overwhelmed that I'm just like I'm not sharing shit I I'm can't so do sorry. it I'm done I love you but I can't yeah yeah it's it's rough sorry sometimes I'm probably like ooh I'm just gonna tag her in all six of my stories I sometimes can't there's times that I look at it and like the notification gets to like 30 to 40 and I'm just like hmm no <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I can't do it anymore. No, I know that feeling. That was after the art battle. Um, you know, we came home and uh, the dog had gotten sick in her crate, mm -hmm. and so they all went out to dinner afterwards. I said, "Well, I'll stay back and I'll I'll be with the dog." And I was like, "Well, I'm here. You know, I'm not at a dinner table with all family. I guess I'll be the one to look through all of the tags." And again, like I spent two hours probably going through everything and just just sharing everything. And I was like, man, I he came home, I was dead to the world. Dead. The dog and I were out. I was like, don't touch me, don't wake me, like I'm tired. It's yeah. I feel you. So let's go back to this Paris thing. Yes. So how did that happen? So I guess in like I mean not I guess. Um in my um 2018, 2019, like, I don't know, up a hill, whatever you want to call it. I was really like, you know, I was getting article features. Like, it, it, I felt like, like, the doors of opportunities just started. Like, yeah. I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, getting, um, getting article features, um, um, and, um, and just getting a lot, a lot of notification on, like, my art. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then I got a, um, an email saying, like, you, um, can you be in the panel for Miami Art Basel okay. uh, as an artist? And then it later resulted as you're going to receive an award for emerging artists. Oh, wow. So I have a plaque in my, in my place, 2019 Miami Art Basel Emerging Artist. Okay. So within that... You know, moment of success. Another moment of success. I met a curator named Dana. She she does. Uh, she is one of the founders of Jada, which they display internationally. Mm -hmm. She was like, I really like your work. I really like, you know, like we're we're just hitting it off. So she, st I started. Um, so 
I, I, I got involved with JANA, and that's where I, I landed the opportunity to display in Paris, and hopefully, you know, display in other places. I uh, this hopefully display in other places, mm -hmm. and and also through JADA, I I get to display um, for Basel almost for the past two years now. Oh wow! Okay, so cool. 2019, the the year uh, not 2020, but 2021, I displayed, and 2022, I'm I'm uh, I'm on the roster. Okay, for Basel. Cool. So, and, and, and in exchange, I've, I gave her a platform here in St. Pete, because mm -hmm. she is a St. Pete artist. It's just, she's always been so focused on international that she hasn't really yeah. been um, making grounds in St. Pete. So, she's the one who did the body painting on one of okay, the art cool. shows. She's the one who did the pyramid installation. Okay. Um, so, she does a lot of installation work. Um, that being said... Um, our friendship slash um, professional relationship has just been growing throughout time where, you know, um, I, you know, anything that she needs or, you know, anything that she wants to succeed, I'll, I'll try to facilitate yeah. that. Yeah, it seems way. like it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. You know. So that's how I landed in Paris and, you know, displaying there was amazing and um, once... I don't want to say once in a lifetime opportunity, but it was definitely a very rewarding opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, send me back there. <laughs> yeah. Did you like, did you just send your art there or did you kind of like get to go with it? I get to, I, yeah. So I, I went with it. Dana was very, um, very nice to pack it in her luggage. And I got to be in Paris for a whole week. And it was amazing. I got to spend time with my dad because I, uh, my dad um, uh, um, went with me to Paris. And Aww. we had some nice bonding time. And like got to see my art in a whole different country. Oh my god, he was probably like, this is my daughter. Yeah. And, and we, um, yeah, and, and hearing, um, hearing their perspective was very interesting, kind of call, you know, saying that I'm very pop culture and stuff. So it's just very interesting because yeah. I don't really talk about my art. I just kind of let it be what, what it is for what it is. And that's it. I know just be the one listening. <laughs> interesting. Would you like say that, I guess your main artistic platform for you personally is photography or do you dabble in anything else um i don't dabble in anything other than photography and curating um yeah that's about it I, you're not gonna get a spray can in your hand anytime soon no i there is a free wall at the art battle you should have just been like tss, tss. i know i should have but I, I guess i i i don't i don't find the I don't want to say I don't find the joy, but I'm just saying like I I feel more c confident and control of of like a talent that I've been doing for like a long okay. time than just picking up a spray can and be like oh yeah. <laughs> but I guess what is it about I guess photography that draws you in? I, I guess it's just compositing, you know. Because okay. um, you don't, you don't have very. I would not call it traditional photography. I don't know much about it, but when I look at what you have kind of posted, and I've been able to see it, like I would say it is very pop arty. It's very um, 
creative. It's very unique. It's not very standard of like, let's say like when you take uh, menu shots for Pacific counter, like it's very, um, it's just kind of out out there I'll use because that's what's coming to mind, but not necessarily out there. Yeah, no, I I I um I take whatever people say about it. Um, as far I do have like a somewhat narrative, which that's you know goes hand in hand with mm-hmm. art all the time. But uh, for for me, it's just like I just like to provide not provide but put like an elegance to um to to women and also men because I I do have like a uh, I do. Uh, put them in like an androgynist yeah. um, um, uh, in the photos and I, don't, I just like experimenting I just like yeah. to see like where I can I don't want to push not say push the envelope but just see like how much I can just maneuver even you know even maneuver a gender like there's sometimes where I I, I try to like composite the photos where the women could could go either or, like as okay. far as like the aesthetic. Okay. You know. I like that. I'm down for it because I think like I feel like photography can sometimes be like very stuffy, and there's not a lot of people who are showing maybe young photographers who are interested and might be interested in photography that you can go real creative with it. Like it is, it, it can be a very creative like platform just as creative as saying being able to spray paint or being able to paint with acrylics exactly yeah you know with the the time of like learning lighting and like it's just you know it's just i have different tools but so i'm still using them in a way like if i were to be yeah um with a spray can yeah it's just a different it's just a different um method is what I like to say it's that you know everyone I think everyone has a little artist inside them but it just comes out in different ways yes you know whether it's fashion or in a sense more traditional art or you know even cooking you know I like to think of some of these chefs or some of these bakers as artists in their own right yeah because they're putting their own flavor they're putting their own like change to the recipe because Things will never be quite like the recipe. You're always gonna like put in a, a little bit more butter. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more of a of a twist, you yeah. know. Um, so, what are we gonna be seeing from Papillon? Let's say, like in the next year or so. Um, I I so in the past I did try to dabble with international artists. Okay. Um, I did have like one artist from the UK display at like last year's Fright Night and it was like um I felt like it was like mission accomplished because like you know the the hour difference of like going back and forth and communicating to like trying to find a reasonable way to um to get his artwork here Mm -hmm. um and display it without having to like worry about the shipping costs and stuff like that so in a way, I do want Populum to be a platform where people from like different parts of the state or country can display. It's just, um, I guess, the reason why it wind down a little bit is just, um, you know, 
it started popping. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you don't need to like you know reach out to um, artists, but it's just it, I, what I'm trying to think is like I'm hoping that Populum becomes a platform where there's two or three people to man managing my social media. <laughs> oh, and you can really just kind of focus on other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it, it it does get really difficult. Like if I go back to like you know concentrating on finding international artists you know the going back on times mm -hmm. when I could have like you know more than one social media person I, I don't have to focus on communicating yeah. with artists it would just be showcasing you have more of a team so yeah. it's it's a lot it is a lot easier when you have a team yes and you can kind of place people in certain areas instead of having to spread yourself into so many different positions exactly um so i i do i do want i do want popular to be more than just a like you know a sweetheart uh, local mm -hmm. event for artists i do want this to be spread out to international or out of state kind of thing um as far as it being in different parts of this you know the country or state that's really hard because coastal has such a particular beautiful venue yeah that it really is a good venue you know it's like wow like i you know like curating in other spaces i'm just like it's not quite as versatile Mm -hmm. it's so versatile it's so um especially like to do what you want to do you know, in the way that you kind of do your shows, it's like coastal, like, is just kind of perfect. You know, you might go into one and you're like, okay, well, can I bring my fire aerialist? And they're like, no. And you're like, damn. Like, I've, I've, I have so much freedom to bring in whatever that there was a, I think February, the Black Hearts, we, okay. we, provi uh, we brought in like a pain enthusiast. So it was like a live piercing performance. Like like they were piercing themselves? Yeah. Oh, like is it like that kind of like they like kind of like, but then like do they hang themselves like from there? They wanted to do that, but the budget wasn't there as okay. far as on our end. But it, it was just as intense. Okay, yeah. Like just like kind of like, I mean, I missed that one, but now I'm like, damn, probably should have gone to that one. I know. That's why I was so surprised. Like when it was in the Best of the Bay um, nominations, it was Venetian, which was Venetian was the most headache <laughs> of all of them, <laughs> but not Black Hearts. And I'm just like, really? But, but Black Hearts was like, we really left it with a bang. Like there's people like literally like horrid faces looking at this performance and I'm just like yes that's exactly what I wanted to yeah I mean if you're you know if you're gonna like be doing like these shows and everything it's always great to have a good time but sometimes you gotta shock these people just be like cause, because then they're like oh man like Stephanie's crazy like the stuff this woman puts together like she's crazy they're like well we'll come back to the next one and see how crazy she gets and then it's normal and they're like oh man like, maybe the next one will be crazy kind of roll mind yeah i i try to push the 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 emotions i try to it's just a whole like you said it's, a, it's a, an experience and mm -hmm. and and when you create that experience like a majority of the time someone wants to buy something yeah and it, it could be as little as like going to a vendor and buying a sticker mm -hmm. because they're like wow i just got to like meet a bunch of people 
um, you know, check out a great performance, and, you know, and like, took some photos and some installation upstairs. Yeah. It's more, you know, it's just, it's just all the forms of art mm -hmm. all in one place. Yeah, you all merge it into one place. So I guess that's kind of like what I'm trying to do, uh, or I've been doing. It's just um, uh, in the long run, it'll be nice to have like a team rather than popular be two people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, I guess, cool ideas and shows will be seen from you guys next. Um, I know you'll have Fright Night. Yes. Is it for October? Yes, October 28th, which um, is Halloween themed. Uh, we'll have a costume contest. We'll have a fire performance, burlesque. Oh, okay. And um, in a live painting from Brian Costar. Okay. Oh, okay. So that'll be a good show. As far as November, it is like right on Thanksgiving weekend. But for those who you know wants a break from their family after Thanksgiving, I think I, from what I remember, I think it's November twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah, it's the day after. I think so. I think Thanksgiving is like the third Thursday of every November. It's, I guess I guess as adults we should know. Here, let's look up real quick. Yeah, it's, it's the Black Friday, so I thought it was perfect for an art show. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so it'll, yeah. Be, um, it'll be a comedy it'll be a comedy show and an art show. Um, and um, Yeah, the 25th. Yeah, yeah it's the day perfect. after Thanksgiving. Yeah, perfect. So it'll be, um, so yeah, it'll be a Black Friday-ish, but the theme will be time. Okay. Um, and then, and then, um. Topping it off with the year, um, we were thinking of doing uh, an enchanted kind of like fairy whimsical thing for December. It'll be December 10th and we'll have a solo art, uh, art show in that room that we usually been doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, it'll, so it'll be like very, you know, people can dress up if they want to, kind of like fairies and mushrooms and, and stuff. So that'll be our chef's kiss on the last show of the year, and then um, and then we'll start off with January with something. I know for sure um, since Arte, um, I mean like the closing reception was canceled because of Hurricane um, Ian. Uh, or I wanted to display our work along with Dana in that room. Okay. Um, and start off January, you know, finally having a. Uh, a sh uh, at least for me, I haven't displayed a collection of my work since that solo yeah. show of 2018. I think that would be cool to, you know, you could have like a little photo booth too. Like I think yeah, that that'd would be, be fun. really fun. Yeah. I have I have a lot of time to think about it, but um but yeah, I it's 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 a little nerve-wracking after looking at my first solo show in 2018 where I didn't know what I was doing. I was actually showing off like my latest series that I that I made before graduating to like a body of work that I've made in St. Pete yeah for the past five years well I think it's been it's been a few years now I, I think you've probably have developed a little bit more um, of your style especially since you've been out of college yeah it's it's night and day if yeah I showed you the, the image of what I displayed which was like portraits of women underwater 
to what I'm doing now, which is com you know me putting lobster claws and eating <laughs> cereal. It's night and day. Uh, I I would have never thought uh, undergrad me would be you know um, would be making the work that I am now. Well, I guess if you could go back, what would you say to little Stephanie? Like, what would big Stephanie say to little Stephanie? That you that don't listen to these USF teachers. Oh. <laughs> don't listen to them. Like you're gonna you're gonna be great and you're gonna make your family proud. You're gonna make yourself proud, but don't listen to them. They don't have they don't know. Yeah. How are they gonna know? They're not fortune tellers. No, you're right on that. Like you know? they're really not fortune tellers. How do they really know? Yeah, exactly. So you should go back to that school and be like, screw you. Oh, well, if you edit this out, I... <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> yeah, I went to her solo art show, the one that didn't want to recommend me. Oh, <gasps> you d Oh, spicy. Uh, yeah, I went to her solo show, and she came up saying, like, oh, aren't you, like, an Instagram rock star, like, superstar, whatever, like, something like that. And I was like, yeah, and I wanted to, I wanted to sit there and be like, yeah, better than you. I was like, yeah. But instead, I politely said, I was like, yeah, what are the odds? Some people just didn't have, didn't know uh, they had it in me, huh? And she's like, I just wish you had that kind of art in the, uh, in the art classes. I was like, oh, mm. I was young then. I was still growing and developing. Like, your job as my teacher was supposed to pull that out of me. And instead of helping me pull that out of me, you decided to crush me. Like, I don't, it's... I understand if you if crushing is like your method of like getting paid. It's not a good method. But like telling me that you're gonna like not I, like not, I I can never use you as a recommendation and don't bother like uh, like applying to grad school. I was just like cool, awesome. Like that gives me so much faith. Yeah, it's like look, I wasn't a bad student. Like Jesus, like I didn't drive you crazy in class, did no, I? No, I I literally showed up every day. Uh, I cried tremendously when she gave me like a B. That's when she like pulled out the whole like, yeah, it's not good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, like I'm trying to bring my GPA up because I was my mother's caretaker oh. while she was having cancer. And like, I was bawling, like telling her, I was like, I'm trying to get my GPA up because I was a caretaker. And that, that's the reason why I don't like these whole closing opportunities. You like, never know what's going on. You don't know what's going on in someone's life. Yeah. You don't know if you're if that artist is a caretaker trying to make ends meet, and I and I'm here shutting them down, saying like, like no, you can't display a popular. Having one little bit of like joy, you know, like you know, like a lot of these artists, they have like job, they have regular day jobs. Like being able to display in an art show on a weekend might be like their one like really big thing of joy and then you're just like no it can't be in and you're just like great exactly so i always look at little me like crying her eyes out and thinking like i'm not gonna ever let that happen yeah. here in my zone i want to give people the opportunity i want to be the opposite of what my teacher did perfect and well, I hope she listens to Good Morning St. Pete. Stephanie <laughs> <laughs> may be nice, but I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I um, that that's how I feel about her. But I guess she'll know now. Yeah, good. That's fine. She told you how she felt about you uh, when you were one of her students. <laughs> so you know, the truth exactly. the truth hurts. You know? Exactly. I I just I I wanted to be a teacher. 
oddly enough, I wanted, I did want to be a teacher, and then I was like, I cannot teach in this county, and I can't teach in this state. I go because they don't truly care. They don't, and I was like, and I cannot. They think, and they make, they also make you feel very incompetent. Me yes. too. Because I was in, um, they put me in the ESOL program because they thought I didn't speak English. What? Um, yeah, because uh, like um, Spanish was my first language, okay. and I couldn't grasp the English language very fast. So I was always in ESOL. So they always made it seem like I was stupid. Uh huh. So they'll never like teach you English or any of that, which that's kind of like what they're kind of supposed to be doing. But instead, they'll just kind of give you like your tests a longer time, or it, they just all they and and um. Yeah, they give you the test for a longer period of time. They kind of just dismiss, you know, they just kind of make you feel like you're not. I could do a whole podcast episode on how screwed the school system is. Like, I, you know, if there's any teacher who wants to just jump on here, I can keep you anonymous and we can just talk about it and you can get it all off your chest. Like, yeah. And I even interned um, because I wanted to be a teacher. Like, I, I wanted to dabble with the idea of being a teacher. So I interned for like I think the whole summer at a um, fuck I don't I don't remember the name but it was like in Tampa I think it was Community Stepping Stones I want to say Community Stepping Stones I could be wrong um, and yeah I wanted to do like a um, what's it called the that light sensitivity paper oh I don't oh, oh. I don't know. It's, it, it's pretty much like a light sensitivity paper where you put it in the light and if you put your hand or any object and you put it in water afterwards, it turns into sun prints. That's what they're called. Okay. And I, I thought that was an easy task for them. And they made it seem like, oh, yeah, these kids are not going to know like how to do that. Well, like, well, it's like, well, this is the teaching lesson that I want to do. They're like, I think you're thinking that they're too advanced for that. And I'm just like, I looked at them I was like, what i so my father and I, I talk about this a lot because i see my upbringing and i see my dad's mentality and a lot of the people that i speak to on the podcast and um you know my dad was a martial artist he owned his own gym i taught all of his kids programs and um kids are so capable they are more capable than any adult walking that street I will fight tooth and nail. Now, you know, they do dumb things. Kids, their their brains are going 3 billion miles a second. And yeah, they do dumb things. But when you can get a kid to kind of like hone in and focus, and you can like make them feel like they can do anything, they're more capable. Like I would have the, like one of my girls, she was like one of the smallest girls there. Sweetest little thing. She cried one time because one of her friends was crying. And she didn't do anything to her friend. Her friend was crying about something else, you know, but she cried because her friend was crying. She was just the sweetest little girl. She was dropping boys three times her size. The boys did not, they would run from her. They were terrified of her in the ring, okay? Like, kids are so capable. Like, that project probably could have been, one, so cool for them to do, and two, they probably could have done it with ease. It would have been messy. But hey, they they probably would have had so much fun. Yeah, but that's when I realized like I need I don't like I need I need a job where I don't have someone telling me what I can't yes. do. That's why I really like photography because photography there's no one someone telling you what you can or can't do. 
that's why I like curating because you know I this you know coastal gives me complete creative freedom to be like yeah bring in whatever performer you want you know bring in whatever theme you want if there's someone harassing you let us know we'll take care of it we'll you know that person will no longer be you know displaying here or make you you know you know you don't have to deal with that yeah I think the like the coolest thing though too is that like with Populum you do have the chance to like bring kids in and like do little art things with them or like little art lessons and things like that like I do think there is a, a market there for you in a sense to kind of get to be that art teacher in a sense but you know in a different setting that you can control more yeah um, when Amy's art show, she had like a little, she did, she yeah. had a, um, interactive, uh, play environment. And I, and I do want to have that interactive play environment again, incorporated mm -hmm. with the art shows, or maybe when we do a workshop, it'll be like a kid's workshop and, and just pay Amy to do that kid's workshop and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, I do want to like you know, bring back that interactive, um, uh, experience with the youth. Yeah. Cause I think, um, the kids need like art. There's a little artist, you know, we'd have the next Derek Donnelly, like in school and they're just over them telling them like, nope, you can't, you can't draw dinosaurs. Like, but yet like Derek's made his whole living off of like painting dinosaurs and like turtles. Yeah. You know, like, there's a reason why I call him Turtle King. You he know? is amazing. He, 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 he makes, he do, like, I was talking to Cody about this. I was like, you know, like, he really does make things come to life. He really does. So, I mean, we, like, we have, we have Dolly reincarnated. We don't know. Like, you really don't know what you have, like, in this child that you're trying to mold. Yeah, and plus, that child has so much years ahead of him. Mm -hmm. You can't really... No, like no one's gonna know what they're gonna end up being. No. So why Im embed that thought in his brain? Yeah. Know? But I mean, everyone has their own reasons. You know, I, I always think it's more of like insecurities or or being like, well, if I didn't get to my success, I'm yeah. not gonna let this person. Yeah. Know. Yeah, that can so be very true. There's just so much psychological, you know, reason towards it that I rather just not pay no mind to it. Yeah. And just keep on trying to be very um, successful to make my family proud and to make myself proud and and also like if popular keeps growing, that means it benefits everyone else. Yeah. That has been following this path with me. Yeah. I guess like my my last thing to you know ask and touch on is. How can, like, we as a community, especially, like, a community who might say is, like, a consumer, not necessarily an artist in the art community, how can we continue to support you in what you're trying to do? Um, sharing goes a long way. Um, I, I try to, like, say thank you as many times because it is. I am in complete gratitude every time something gets shared because you know 
I don't expect every person that shared it to show up, but it increases the probability of people seeing it. And and maybe that share will get into like who knows? You know, Bay News Night. I I've been on the news, mm -hmm. you know, talking about these art shows and you know, you never know who's gonna come across these flyers. Yeah. Um so uh, I, I, it's, I say thank you with a big heart every single time. If you share or even tell a friend, a co-worker, and be like, hey, you want to come to a cool art show as a consumer? Or if you want to display as an artist, this is a place to go. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the only thing I really would ask for Share, share, share. Yeah, sharing goes a long way. It really does. It really does. Stephanie, thank you so much for sitting down with me today and talking. I'm glad we finally got to do that. You've actually, you've been on my list of people that I really wanted oh, to sit down and talk you. with. So I'm, I'm glad we finally got to do this. And um, we really do wish you nothing but continued success on your journey. Thank you. It's, it's been, it's, it's definitely been a journey. Like, it's, and looking at my Facebook, that today has been five years being in St. Pete. It's, it's so much. I've done so much. You really have. In St. Pete, so it, it really feels um, more than just a city. It feels like a, like a second family. You know, you guys see me happy. You guys see me cry. You guys, you guys see seen it all. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations you have with your